say that getting in shape is hard, but no one told you about the struggle. It's time for you to get healthy, but business and family make life complicated. Discover all the high-performance secrets that founders and busy entrepreneurs use to ensure they stay fit and lean, no matter how busy they get. This podcast is a reminder to use those secrets, which make getting in shape easy and stress-free, while doing it in a way that fits your busy lifestyle. And ultimately, this will make you a better performer at work and home. You're listening to The High Performance Founder with your host, Dan Goh. What is up? And welcome back to the podcast. Super stoked to have you here. And in today's episode, I have a very special one for you. I love doing these episodes. They are ones where I interview my clients. And it is one thing for me to tell you how to work out, how to eat, how to sleep, and all those other things that uh, matter when it comes to your health. It's another thing to t- it's another thing for someone who actually has been doing it, someone who is an entrepreneur, someone who isn't a professional or an expert inside of this field. So Chris has actually done amazing in our coaching program. He's lost over 33 pounds, he's completely changed his body. You can actually see his testimonial and his uh, transformation on uh, our coaching page and he's dropped six inches off of his waist. More importantly than that, he actually increased his energy at work and home. He stopped him from actually needing to take naps. And he has developed a very sustainable routine and lifestyle towards uh, being at his best, fullest potential when it comes to his body. So can't wait to share this with you. It's coming up in about two seconds, and we'll see you on the other side. And welcome back. I am talking with uh, one of my favorite clients. His name is Chris Flammy. And uh, with Chris... Uh, when we started working together, um, I'll, I'll have him tell you his story as part of the story. But uh, when we started working together, uh, one of the things that uh, really struck out to me was you want to do this uh, more so not necessarily just to lose weight, but you want to do this for energy, for performance, and to just be a healthier version of yourself. So uh, before we get into these questions, I want to ask you, uh, number one, Chris, please introduce yourself and, and tell us what exactly do you do? Yep. Thanks for having me on, Dan. Uh, So I have a business with another guy. We're in financial services. Um, We run a thriving practice. We're growing. We have about 1,200 clients in uh, Southwest Florida. And um, that takes up a lot of my time in addition to being uh, a husband and a parent to four kids, which are the most important thing to me in life. Absolutely. And you're doing everything amazingly well. Uh, this is something that we're going to actually uh, be talking about. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to ask you, like before we started working together with each other, what exactly, where exactly were you at with your body, your mm-hmm. health in mind uh, before yep. we started working together? Yep. So I, I'm 47 and probably starting in my early 40s, I noticed that my uh, energy levels in my body was changing. So I sit in a desk a lot, as you can see. And over that period of time, you know, I got sedimentary where I was sitting around a lot and not really active. So I was doing some exercise here and there to try to keep up cardiovascularly, but I had put on weight. Um, My energy levels um, were very low. I was uh, sleeping poorly. Um, There were days where I felt just kind of sick or just unwell. And um, I didn't feel like I was the best version of myself and I wasn't able to focus at certain times during the day because I was so tired. 
And so I just felt, you know, I'm kind of running the rat race, just trying to keep up with everything, hoping the next day I'd feel better for whatever reason. Yeah. What was the trigger that, uh, that got you to come out and reach out and say, Hey, what's up? I got an issue. I got a problem. I, I need to do something about this. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't have like a health scare, you know, where some people get shocked into or scared into doing anything, but I think I just got sick of it. Just got fed up with not feeling well. And I had been to see my doctor for just general checkups and, um, they were telling me that, you know, there might be some problems that I could develop if I didn't change habits um, uh, with what I was doing and how I was eating and how I was living. Um, so, and as I mentioned before, my family is the most important thing to me. I want to be around and be involved in their lives. And so that, that was probably the, the main push, the main motivator. Absolutely. And, and I think we were talking about this uh, earlier before when we kind of do an intake is uh, we're talking about the, the energy aspect of things. Now uh, you have 1200 clients, you have a family of four, uh, amazing family, you have a wife. And, uh, and at the same time, I remember talking and you said, I need to take naps every day. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. How, how were you, how are you like creating this successful business when your energy, when you're like fighting against your energy this entire time? Yep. So I was uh, drinking a lot of double espressos. Okay. <laughs> Not that that helps. It didn't. Yeah. And because you go up for a little bit and then you crash. And so, yeah, I was, I was trying to plan things out to where any moment where I was at home and I could lay down for 20 or 30 minutes to try to catch a nap or something or lay down and rest my mind. Um, I would try to do that. But at the same time, I knew, you know, being in my forties, this isn't probably normal. This yeah. isn't probably a good thing. This isn't a good indication that um, I'm healthy or that I'm living the right way. Um, but I was, you know, trying to figure out times where I could actually lay down or take a nap and having to fit that into doing everything else. Yeah. And I always look at these things, like, especially energetically from an entrepreneur standpoint, um, all these things are like symptoms, right? They're symptoms of an underlying uh, issue that's happening. And, uh, and generally for you, uh, we'll get into the results a little bit. Uh, but for you is uh, you were carrying an abnormal amount of fat on your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you weren't necessarily exercising regularly. And then uh, the symptoms started to show, you know, like it's low energy, it's having to take naps. It's the brain fog that comes along as well. And, uh, and I always tell entrepreneurs every single time, like, listen to the symptoms. These are things that your body's telling you. They're, they're warning signals. You know, it's like a check engine light. So you have, right. to, you have to heed these signals. So, um, so obviously we're talking to each other. You, you've gone some amazing, incredible results. I love showing people your before and after. I love it because you, you literally went from like, dad like dad bot to chat bot and i was just like dude this is amazing i'll share the before and after with everyone uh in the show notes and stuff but uh what kind of results uh what kind of results are you the most proud of uh going through this entire process and i'm going to get your your uh, experience with it like what exactly were your secrets to making it happen all right so first of all what were your what were your results Yep. So I, I, you know, it's, it's always good to, uh, you know, say you lost the weight and, and you cut that down and your body fat and all that. I think that's what everybody really focuses on or what they're hyper-focused on. And to me, those things are good. It was a byproduct of it, but for me, the, the results from the energy level, um, sleeping properly, getting the proper amounts of sleep, learning again, or learning probably for the first time how to eat right um, versus the way I ate before. And that being something that is sustainable going forward. And I feel like that I have a high certainty that I can maintain that for the rest of my life. 
Um, those are probably the results that I'm the most proud of. And again, not needing to take the naps and having energy whenever I want it to be able to do things that I want to or do things with my kid. I just did a uh, YouTube video this last week uh, with my sons where they challenged me to run a 40 yard dash time as fast as I could. And my goals were not to hurt myself, um, to run faster than they're currently running and not to make, and not to make a fool of myself. So I accomplished all that stuff and it felt good that I could do that. And yes, were my hamstrings a little bit sore the next day? Yes, a little bit, but I didn't snap anything. I didn't hurt myself. I didn't embarrass myself. And I had the energy to do that and uh, enjoyed that so much. That's amazing. And, and, and I'm going to add some stuff, uh, based on what, uh, what we've talked about as well. Uh, one of the things I'm super proud of is the fact that, uh, you started to work out and your son started to work out with you. Yeah. Right. Like as a dad, like for me as a dad, when I think about my daughter later, I'm like, I just hope that happens. You know, yeah. I really hope right. it happens. And for you, it's like, you were the example for your kids. And then yep. once they start you working out, they're like, all right, dad, I want to get into this right now. And, yeah. and there was another thing, which was, um, which is the flexibility of the diet, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember that uh, you had to take your sons uh, to, I think it was like uh, some sporting event. Like mm-hmm. they, what are they in? Are they in soccer? They're soccer they players. In? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So, so you, so when they go to soccer, it's like, Hey Dan, you actually texted me and, or messaged me. And we talked yep. about, it's like, I'm going to go eat chicken wings. I'm going to go eat uh, pizza. Uh, right. this is all I'm going to eat. And, um, there's nothing that's good. I'm not going to stop myself from doing this. I'm actually going to do this. Yeah. And, and to a lot of people, they would actually go into a situation like that, be like, all right, well, I'm just going to eat all the pizza. I'm just going to eat all the chicken wings because screw it. Like I, I'm trying to be mm-hmm. perfect right now, mm-hmm. but you're finding this balance of like being able to eat that stuff and being able to maintain this level of energy, this body composition and the, the way that you look and feel. So yeah. I want to ask you, like, what does flexibility with your diet look like to you then, right? Like, you're, you're, you have a pretty holistic view on, on how you eat. So what does that look like? Yeah, I think um, I mentioned that learning how to eat probably for the first time in the right way and giving yourself some flexibility and some leeway if you want to do those things. I think it's very helpful where, not to get into the weeds, but we talked about how you have red and yellow and, and green foods. I mean, green foods are the ones you want to eat most of the time or, or, you know, the majority of the time, the yellows are some, and you can eat stuff in the red. It's just that those are things you want to do sparingly or not very often. And so having the flexibility to do it, and that's why I wouldn't even call it, it's not a diet, right? So it's having the flexibility to do that. Yes, I can do this. I just need to plan this into my calories for the day. I need to plan this into my macros on what I'm having. And I can do this if I want to. And let's say I really mess up and I decide to have six Oreos with a glass of milk after that. Well, yes, I've made a mistake, but this doesn't blow up the whole plan and I can get right back on track tomorrow. Yeah. And having the, I guess, the flexibility and the liberty to do that. I think for me personally, that, that helped me to stay, stick to it um, and to stay with, and stay with the program that we had set aside. Yeah. And it's this uh, whole aspect of, I always say, the process of getting in shape is, is a constant re-engaging, right? So mm-hmm. when people say go off the rails one day, they'll go to the next day and they're going to have this all or nothing aspect where like, well, I just screwed up yesterday. So all of the things that I worked towards have gone out the window. I might as well just screw the diet. Yeah. I might as well go back and just like go YOLO. But like the whole process of getting in shape or even just like business in general, like creating a successful, a successful businesses 
is the re-engaging, uh, going back to the work, going back to the foundations and, and committing yourself to that and not letting kind of obstacles, uh, you know, kind of like, I guess you could say, veer you off. And you did a incredible job of that. What are you going to say? Yeah. And I think that's true in business and in life. So if you can, if you can establish the core tenets or principles of how you want to run a business or how you want to live your life or how you want to eat or work out, then when you do mess up or make mistakes or screw up, you can always go back to those and say, okay, let's go back to the basics and let's build from there. That's even true. You know, there'll, there'll be times where I don't, I'm unmotivated in our business. You know, a couple of days ago, I'm like, I really haven't got a lot accomplished in the last few days. I mean, yeah, I went through the motions, did the stuff I needed to do, but I wasn't super productive in terms of driving the business in the direction that we want to. Let me go back to the basics. What do I need to focus on? That gives me re-energized. Um, and that carries through even with an eating plan or when you're working out or just in yeah. life in general. Yeah. It's like asking yourself, okay, what's the work, right? right. And if, if life is all about showing up and doing the work and that's like 80% of success, then what does the work look like to you? You know, it's like, it's basically like going back to eating nutrient dense foods, high protein, going back to get a workout in and, and, doing normal things that a normal human being should be doing already. Are you enjoying the show thus far? We go through so many resources and links with the podcast, it's tough to keep up. I get it. That's why Dan and the rest of the team put together the High Performance 7. It's a free online course that helps entrepreneurs get lean, build muscle, and increase energy in a way that fits their lifestyle. We go over things like how to burn fat like a 20-year-old, the lazy man's way to building muscle, the 10-minute Superman system, the lead domino that makes all other things easy, and so much more. The best part? As a valued listener of the show, you can access the High Performance 7 100% free of charge. That's right, for simply being awesome and tuning in. To get full access, all you have to do is go to www.highperformance7.com. It's high performance, all spelled out, and the number 7.com. And fill out the short form there for us to give you full access. Once again, www.highperformance7.com. Now, back to the show. So I know that you kind of glossed over the weight loss. I'm going to mention the weight loss. You lost like 37, 39 pounds, I think, like yep. uh, countless uh, suit sizes, countless pants sizes. I remember talking, the only thing that fit on you is like your shoes now and you, <laughs> everything else doesn't fit. So yeah. what would you say is, um, what would you say are the core tenants and the work look like to you as a result of uh, getting to this outcome where you look freaking amazing, you look lean? and keeping it like that. So what does that look like to you? What are, yeah. what are some things that you could tell other people? You mean that were motivators for me or, or um, if I was giving advice to someone? Is that what yeah, you mean? If you're, like, if um, you were, yeah, if you're going to give okay. advice to someone, what are kind of three or four things that you would tell them to do that would be super simple? Yep. yep. Yeah. So I, I would say um, the first one is, is don't, don't overcomplicate it. So um, one of the things that I did was when it came to the eating is, for the breakfast or the lunch or the dinner or the snack or whatever I was doing, um, I stuck to the eating times. And then the other thing is, is I just found several things in each one of those meal times that I liked. And then I just ate them all the time, right? So I know I'm never going to get sick of this. I always like the taste of this. 
it's in the green or the yellow zone, right? So I'm just going to eat these things all the time. And then I would grocery shop or meal prep for that for the entire week. My wife was very helpful. We'd package the stuff up so we'd have a week's worth. So that, that's the first one that I would say, and, that, and not to overcomplicate it. All right. Now, if you wanted to throw something in there, oh, that sounds good, or you could do that during dinner. But I'm a creature of habit, so making it really simple for me, that, that was a big thing. Then the, the second thing was, was realizing that it wasn't, a, it wasn't a diet. What I was doing is, is you're investing in changing the way that you eat for the rest of your life. And so it's going to have long-term effects. And that was, that was a big motivator for me because I grew up in the Midwest. Everything's meat and potatoes. Um, if someone brings a salad to a family get-together, it usually has mayonnaise in it or <laughs> a Miracle Whip or something. That was an idea of a salad or it was a fruit salad with whipped cream in it. Yeah. Uh, that was a salad. It wasn't, and it was a vegetable tray. It was like over at the end yeah. down there and nobody ate on that until there was nothing else left, right? So that was basically how I grew up eating. <laughs> that, um, that guy so, was uninvited to the party. Whoever brought yes. the, the vegetable right. tree. That's yeah. the uncle that nobody likes. Right? He, <laughs> he drank everyone's beer and then he left early. Right. Yeah. He brought the vegetable tray. Yeah. Yes. He probably worked at the supermarket and just picked it up on his way out or something. Yeah. Um, so that was the other. Then the other one was, is finding that the workouts. So be, with the workouts, being able to adjust those, the frequencies, the times, the reps that I was doing and not telling, not telling myself I was a failure if I didn't get all the reps in that day or all the repetitions, you and I joked about this, the first four or five weeks that I was doing the exercises, most of the time I felt sick after some of the workouts, like yeah. physically I didn't feel good for like a few hours. Right. And that's because I was out of shape and my body was getting shocked into what was going on. But I had some experience with that before when I was out of shape, when I did jujitsu, but knowing that it was going to go away, and that I could adjust the reps and the workouts to where I didn't feel that way, that, that was a big help um, as well. So sticking with it and then looking at this as this isn't a short-term thing where you're just trying to do something over a four-month period, and then you, you rah, 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 you accomplished it, and you made it, um, because that, like we've talked about, that leads to, well, you can fall right off of that wagon and go back mm -hmm. to the old habits once you think you made it. So mm -hmm. going into it knowing this is a long-term lifetime thing, was really important for me to stick with it. Beautiful. And if I'm just going to uh, compile what you just said, so number one is uh, routine. Um, our bodies love routine. Um, you're not the only creature of habit. We're all creatures of habit if we're really if we're being honest with ourselves. Yeah. So putting your body under the schedule of eating, under routine, and sticking to those times is one of the biz the biggest ways I know to not only like keep your energy levels like standard, but also to eliminate hunger. You know, when people are dieting mm -hmm. and losing weight, the biggest thing is like, like I'm hungry all the time. But when your body knows when it's going to eat, then it's almost like you put your hunger on autopilot. So yep. the second thing, actually, the second thing you said was lifestyle. We're going to get back to that. The third thing you said was workouts, uh, which was the adjustments and, 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 and doing them as imperfectly as possible and mm -hmm. being okay with the suck uh, because it's going to suck. And especially if yeah. you're just restarting, it's okay to feel like you're sucking. It's okay to feel like you're sick uh, because your body's kind of like learning how to like be physical again. So that's huge. And I'm going to go back to this is the lifestyle, man. It's like people lose weight and they look at it as an outcome. They 
rarely look at it as like, what are the behaviors and who is the type of person that I need to be in order to not just lose this weight, but to keep on the behaviors to keep it off for the rest of my life, which is actually something that you're doing an amazing job of. So it's not just about losing weight. It's right. about looking at this as behaviors. It's, it's a behavioral thing. It's a lifestyle mm -hmm. thing. What are, what are my standards for the rest of my life when it comes to eating, when it comes to working out, when it comes to sleeping, especially. So I'm so glad that you said that. Man. So I, I think you could almost look at the, the weight loss as the byproduct of the other stuff. So yes, you came into the, maybe you came into it saying that's my main goal, but it's a, it should become the byproduct of the other things yeah. that you did. It's kind of like, uh, you know, you, it's, it's like people just want to make money in business, right? And you can make a quick dollar easily. Like it's super easy to make a quick dollar, but the foundational aspect of things is literally showing up uh, for me in my business. I'll tell you right now, if I'm being honest, it's lead generation, it's sales, it's fulfillment, right? So mm -hmm. I'm looking at it from these aspects and I'm looking at it from the work I have to do in these aspects. And if I control these aspects and I focus in on them, I'm going to make money. And the, actually, the, the more I forget about making money, the more money I make Correct. if I just focus in on these foundational aspects of things. Yeah. So very glad you said that. Um, okay. So if you were to talk to, or if you were to say something to someone in your exact position, who's feeling somewhat unmotivated, they don't even know where to fucking start. Uh, they don't even know what to do with their health. They've been dealing with this problem for a long time. You know, what exactly would you say to them to get them off the couch and to start taking action? Yep. So I would, I would challenge them to think about um, a motivation that they might have for doing it outside of just losing weight or decreasing their body fat or looking good in clothes. Now, maybe for someone they can't think of anything else or there isn't anything else, but I think for most people there probably is. So they need to take the focus off of that and say, well, what am I really motivated by personally? What are my values saying that I'm motivated to, to improve upon this? All right. And then the second thing is, is um, you may not like the eating part of it at the beginning. You may not like the workout part of it. Um, you can ease into those things. Um, yes, you have to get both of those down at some point, but you could be really good at one and not so good at another. You know, I wasn't really good the first few weeks of doing the workouts, um, but I was like really good on the eating plan. So I was seeing results. Um, it's not that you don't see results until you're doing both really well. You can see results doing one really well and doing well, not so good for some period of time. Mm. Okay. Beautiful. So number one, motivation. What exactly is your why? And other than wanting to look sexy, other than wanting to boost energy, what is going to get you out of bed and into the gym every single morning? Mm -hmm. um, for you, I'm going to say that your family is like at the top. You want to be there as long as humanly possible in the best way possible, right? Because there's a difference between quality and quantity. Like you could be there for like the, you know, for like the next like 40 years, but at what capacity, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so that's number one. It's like, find out the why. And I, I always say this, like, ask yourself why you want to get in shape and then ask yourself 10 other times why that actually matters to you. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to get to the, in, in the actual core reason. And once you find that, then that's what is the, the juice and the drive. And the last thing yeah. you said, which was like, um, do, I mean, like you can do both of these things imperfectly. And you yeah. can actually oscillate between workouts and nutrition and, and you don't have to get them perfect. You can actually start with one, get that down. Maybe it's workouts, right? Get that down. And then afterwards, once that's down, once it's feeling automatic, then you can work on the diet or if the diet's good, 
you know, you can actually put that on our Mac and just work on the workouts and just focus on one thing at a time. I want to bring up one thing from what you said, which this is, it's kind of a little off topic, but it was a benefit is, is I think everyone in the world, we're so busy with everything with social media and our, our interests are going in 10 different places. I think something that's really been lost is what I call being present. Okay. So being present is, is you and I could be having a conversation and I could be talking, you can be talking, but one or both of us may not be present, which is my mind's clear. I'm listening. I'm really listening to what this person's saying. I'm queuing in on their body language and what it is that they're really trying to say to me. I'm not just kind of listening surface and then thinking about what I want to say um, based on what they just want to say. And so that has been a benefit to me is, is my mind's been more clear and I've been more aware of being present either through my family or my relationships or conversations that I have with people. Cause that's where I think real human connection takes place. And that I think is a lost art or it's something that isn't really in existence or that even people care about um, nowadays. But I think it, it was something that I was surprised it came from it. And, and presence comes from stillness, right? Mm-hmm. It comes from peace. And, and, and the thing is, is that if your body is at war, then your mind is going to be at war. If your mind is at war, you're not going to be as present as you are with the people that, that, uh, that actually rely on you, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's the uh, people that are employed by you or your actual family itself. So once you start kind of like doing the things to get your body in shape, what happens is that you start to get peace with that body. You start to have all these neural connections. You start to feel better about yourself. And then that alone allows you to get the stillness in the mind as well. So, mm-hmm. man, that's that's super awesome. One thing I want to uh, say uh, before this interview is or before this interview is over is is uh, I just want to say, number one, I'm proud of you. Uh, you are and have been one of the most coachable guys I have ever come across. And I say that because when when you actually get into when you got into this process, you ask for help. You ask for feedback. You ask for kind of like uh, all these little adjustments that can be made. And then I think it's all these little micro adjustments. And I think it's the whole process of being open to uh, feedback and coaching, which is, I think, is one of your greatest strengths. And also just the fact that you just take action. Um, basically, once you get it, uh, you don't fight yourself. You literally take action on it. You see if it's true. And then once you know it's true, then you keep on doing it. And uh, and the last thing I'm going to say is, is that you you literally are seeing this whole aspect of health in a very, in, in a very holistic way. For you, you don't give, I, I'm going to say you care about how you look, but that is not number one for you. You're coming at this from an aspect of being the leader of your business and family. And then you're like, as a leader, uh, I need to show up to the best of my ability. You took action on that. And, and now you're reaping the rewards and the benefits and, and, uh, and all that kind of stuff. So I just want to say super proud of you, man. Um, you've been, you've been, uh, just a joy to interact with, uh, you know, we're friends, uh, we were friends then we're going to be friends now. And in general, uh, I just want to say I'm proud of you. I hope you're proud of yourself as well. All right. Yeah. Thank you. And I, and I, the, something that you, that made me think of from what you just said is I think that as a business owner, it is very easy in your little bubble or your world to think that, you know, everything that you're word is gospel, that you are not, 
you don't need to learn anything else and you you have knowledge about everything that's out there and can make decisions on those and say and i learned a long time ago that when it's not my area of expertise i need to humble myself and be open to someone's feedback who is an expert um, because i'm not an expert in this so i have to humble myself and have humility and say i need to be coached and i need to listen to what this person is saying because they have my best interest in mind and they're going to give me the guidance on what i need to do yeah and and i tried to figure it out on my own mm. and that didn't work and and the thing is like uh it's hard for smart people to admit that right something so simple and uh when i put smart people through a process they're like i can't believe it's that's like this simple right but yeah it's it's literally like the smartest of people actually have the hardest problems asking for help outside of their their areas of expertise because they feel like they can figure it out on their own people who are successful are the hardest people to get to change because they think I can just apply this method to what I've done before. Look at me. I make all this money. I'm really successful. So I'm not really open to change because I've already got the formula figured out. Yeah, exactly. So, and I find that the most successful people out there are the ones who uh, have mentors. They're the ones who invest in themselves. They're the ones who invest in uh, getting uh, education in the areas of expertise that they're actually not that great at. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah, you know, like the way that you approach kind of like the way that you do business is almost the exact way that you approach kind of like getting in shape. And, um, and yeah, like there's a reason why you're successful. There's a reason why you, uh, you know, changed your body, why you got in shape and why you're seeing all these benefits. And, uh, and it's just a reflection of who you are as a person. So, so yeah, just want to point that out, but Chris, thanks, thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, man, I uh, can't wait to share this with everybody because I feel like this is like a very eye opening, um, you know, kind of interview. Uh, it's not necessarily about losing weight, seeing the pounds off the scale. It's, it's actually, this whole thing is much deeper than that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it man. should be. It's a, yeah, that's, I mean, losing the weight was great. Like I said, but there was a lot of other benefits from it that were either expected or not expected that were much better. And, and I want to throw in something as well as like when people actually lose the weight and they don't have this foundational why, what happens is that they lose the weight and then they're like, is this it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They yeah. lost their purpose. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. It was so, shallow. Yeah, exactly. So, so go deep and find out why you want to do this. And, uh, and yeah, uh, Chris, again, thank you so much for uh, jumping on this interview. Really do appreciate it. My pleasure. If you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe on whichever platform you're tuning in from. Help Dan and the rest of the team get the word out to more entrepreneurs like yourself and leave an honest review for the show. It would mean the world to us if you can help in those two ways. Dan reviews all the feedback on the show, so we can't wait to hear what you've got for us. This show is made for your benefit, so be sure to reach out if you have any ideas on topics that we can cover on the show or people we should interview. You're listening to the High Performance Founder Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. Get back, get back.